Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network where I, your host Ted Weston, along with my crew, OG Will, the New Mouth of the South, Tyler Peters, Rep Amy Veronica, the Temptress Witch Ivy, the Executive Nelio Cuomo Costa, the Presenter of the Key, Kevin Key, and the Cuz, Cousin Mike, bring you the best content in wrestling podcasting. It's the indies, it's the pros, it's anywhere you go. Let's jump right in to Rewind Wrestling Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Ladies Night of Rewind Podcast. I hope you brought your earmuffs because this is going to be a doozy. There is a possibility that myself or Amy might go on a rampage and we will just full disclosure go off about something. So buckle up, get the mite on the Snickers, be prepared because right now we are going to talk about our favorite and least favorite women's gimmicks. Now, I want to talk about favorite gimmicks first, because I feel like the least favorite gimmicks are where we're really going to get into it. Um, So Amy, go ahead and tell me your favorite women's gimmicks. So this should be no surprise to anyone who watches the podcast. My favorite gimmick of all time for the women's division was Becky Lynch as the man. I don't know what it was. I think it, maybe it was her, just the look and the charisma and the all-around aura of the character of the, like, not giving a shit attitude and just mm-hmm. being the best. I just was so, like, attracted to it as far as, like, watching on the TV. Anytime I knew Becky Lynch was going to be on the TV, I was watching. And, I, like, I often say that my favorite moment of wrestling moment is uh, after the Royal Rumble that year when Becky confronted Ronda and just that atmosphere of when she comes out and the crowd and everyone holding up the man section signs and stuff like that just one of my favorite moments ever and then to see her climb all the way to wrestlemania and win the title like so great so and it's still like what the day she brings it back and brings back the man t-shirt and everything is gonna be great (laughs) you and your little becky fantasies your little little respect and love for badass irish people i'm I'm very attracted to them (laughs) i mean in all honesty the the man gimmick kicked off very very well um Mm -hmm. and i think becky played it very very well i don't think that there was another woman on the roster that would have been able to pull off that entire gimmick especially in the like just the way that she developed that arrogant cockiness about herself um you know she but it wasn't just being arrogant and cocky it was being arrogant cocky and relevant and she was able to keep herself relevant while under that gimmick and that is difficult to do sometimes because no matter how over a gimmick might be you know eventually when you're not um you know in the title scene sometimes that that relevance overall of the character kind of disintegrates and falls to the background so mm-hmm. yeah I mean that's definitely a good one I think in terms of favorites I don't really have like an absolute favorite but one that I think I really did enjoy um was pretty much Alexa Bliss before the whole thing with Bray Wyatt um I've always enjoyed Alexa I think she's you know very good in the ring um and I think she kind of plays that like resident mean girl pretty well you know, mm-hmm. she kind of, I just think she, she does that, that very, very well. And I really like that. Um, also, I think um, another one that I wanted to throw out there was like Stacey Keebler. 
Like, even though she did pretty much nothing and she did not have, like, any majorly, like, good moments in her career, the legs and that girl next door type of, you know, gimmick that they kind of formed for her worked so freaking well. And I think she did such a good job with playing the crowd with it. Like, she fed into it. So, you know, that was one of the situations where the sex appeal, even though I'm not a big, big fan of that, like, over-sexualized thing with women's wrestling... (laughs) Um, just in that time frame, I think that it worked and it kind of set her, you know, apart from a lot of the other women that were there just to be a pretty face as well. You know, yeah. she played on that. Um, even when she was, you know, ringside doing managing type things, you know, she kind of distracted referees and distracted the opponents. And, you know, she kind of like used that to her advantage, but at the same time, she wasn't like a vindictive bitch about it. She was the girl next door that I'm mm-hmm. super pretty. I'm wearing my short shorts, you know, my boss's daughter type of situation. And I think it worked really, really well for her. Um, and I think, that, I think that's why she's so memorable that, and of course her freaking legs are like 10 miles long and oh my God, talk about earmuffs. Whoo. Anyway, um, that's that. I also think another person that plays their gimmick very well, look, Amy's done. She's done with me she quits she's tapping out um (laughs) stephanie mcmahon stephanie can play the most nasty bitch ever especially when she's on the mic she is rude she doesn't care she is vince in female form and -hmm. i think she does it well and i think i would 100 percent prefer stephanie on the mic and stephanie in that position over shane any day Mm -hmm. i think that she does it extremely well um so that's that's where i'm at for favorites least favorites let's uh let's hear let's hear your spiel because i we kind of talked about this a little bit pre-show and i kind of i think i know where we're going with it well no uh, now i'm completely i just thought of something that like it's not necessarily you, you, a you just thought of, you thought you thought of stacy keebler's like that's i happened. know i got really distracted <laughs> for a second and but now like i i brought my brain back and I thought of something like it's not necessarily a gimmick that was like like honed in on one character, but it was something like an evolution of someone's character that I really disliked growing up because I was such a fan of this person before this uh, this phase happened. I really hated, even though I liked the pairing, but I hated what they did to Lita during her run with Edge. I really hated that. Yeah. Like, and I, I get it because like it was post attitude error. They still kind of had that spiciness, but looking back on like someone like Lita who had that career and she had to deal with like the slut shaming. She had something very personal being brought up in in public. And even though like she was probably okay with it and like greenlit it, I feel like just to have that career, like granted she had that match a couple of months ago that kind of, I guess, ended her career. But to have that last phase of her career be like that, where she's constantly getting STD jokes thrown at her, mm-hmm. slut shaming, the selling off her live, underwear. Yeah, the live like, sex show. The live <laughs> sex show. Like that to me was like to see someone up there, like that was the pinnacle of women's wrestling at the time being brought down like that. And granted, I loved her and Edge together and I get it that they were a good pairing and a good heel pairing, but it doesn't mean I have to like it and I think yeah. as far as women's gimmicks like the, I did not like that phase of her career at all and the gimmick that she was playing yeah that um and I just want to say like 
WWE is lucky that Lita has like agreed to kind of like make appearances and kind of, you know, work with them after what was done to her. Because if you think about it, like we're in an age right now where like slut shaming is, is a no, no, like it doesn't happen. Well, so, you say that, but AEW just did that to take Conti on well, live TV. So very true, and and that that was a bold move um, on their part. But I do I do think that just given that you know we are we are in a very different time as a society right now, mm-hmm. and I feel like you know kudos Salita for kind of being like the bigger person and deciding that you know after all that time away she didn't hold the grudge. Because I feel like she could have. Like, if it were me and I went through all of that, I don't know if I would have so willingly, you know, come back and, you know, done commentating work or, you know, did another, you know, like, appearance and, you know, jumped into Royal Rumbles to kind of help WWE out. Because I just don't know if that's something that is as easily forgivable this day and age as what, you know, it may have been in the Attitude Era when that was acceptable. Um, So, yeah, I, I, I agree with you on that. Um, I think least favorite for me, and I'm probably going to catch a lot of heat for this. And I really don't give a shit freaking Lacey Evans and her like Southern bell gimmick. You oh heard it here. Ivy hates America. You heard it here. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not that. I just don't, I feel like, yes, it was a unique and different gimmick that we were not seeing at the time. You know, we're seeing the women that want to be the badasses. We're seeing, you know, the girl next door thing. We're seeing the, you know, twisted, you know, mind of the Alexa Bliss situation after Bray Wyatt and the Nikki Ash when she, or it was, was it? No, what they changed her. They changed her stuff, you know, whatever. But like when she had her like, you know, little like crazy spiel going on, like we've seen all that. I just feel like the the Lacey Evans Southern Belle thing for me didn't fit. And I don't necessarily think that it was so much her character or her wrestling capability. I think it was just more the freaking outfit choices, number one. Like, it's just so unnecessary. That's as bad as freaking Lana, who brings me to my second one, okay? <laughs> I We all know I'm not a fan of Lana, okay? I sympathize with the girl because I do feel like, you know, she worked with what she was given. Um, But again, it's like, oh my God, talk about just stupid freaking gimmicks. Like the ravishing Russian thing when she was a manager, like, shut up. She used to come out and run her mouth and immediately I would put the TV on mute until she was off because I could not stand hearing her voice. And it was just what they did. And I feel like with that character, they could have done a little bit more and they could have made it a little bit better. But mm-hmm. she was nothing but a, you know, bimbo blonde with a Russian accent on TV running her mouth. They didn't use that, I don't think, in a way that could have made it better. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that, that's, that's what sucks. But also, like, then we, we get away from the ravishing Russian as Rusev's manager. And then Rana, Lana actually starts wrestling. Okay, let's see what this girl got. I don't know if it was poor booking. I don't know if she's just not very well coordinated in the ring and she just, you know, should not be there. But I feel like just that gimmick as well was just like, like her music would hit and I'm like, oh my God, here we go. It's going to take 10 minutes for her to get down the ramp, take the stupid damn skirt off. And then she's going to give us two minutes of just shitty freaking technique in the ring. 
And that was like, I hated everything about it. And I like, I, I, it bugs me because I can't really give a good reason why I can't stand the Lana character outside of, I just can't stand it. It just irks my soul. Now, just hate I blondes. Cool, you hate blondes. You <laughs> like some blondes, but damn. Um, but I, I have a little bit of hope for Lacey Evans because I know she just, you know, kind of made her return after being out for a while due to having a baby. And and Lacey's good, you know, competitively. Like she's she's good. I'm not sitting here describing. And if you look at her, like the woman is a freaking beast. Okay, she's built. You know, she's got like a lot going for her there. Um, I have a little bit of hope, and I'm I'm hoping that they're going to kind of revamp that character a little bit with her. And kind of steer away from that Southern Belle thing and play off a little bit more of if she wants to, you know, stay with the whole like, um, you know, veteran and like, you know, United States support system thing that she does. That's cool. But I think they can do that and kind of play off of her military background a little bit more instead of doing the stupid hats and the dresses and the gloves and the umbrellas and the purses. Like, just stop with it because that's there's a place for it. And that's like in the middle of Georgia backwoods where everybody is related and they all have a bunch of kids and um I can only make these comments because I have family in the area so I'm not you know being like majorly discriminatory I'm just saying like just hates America she just hates America (laughs) there's a place for it and and there's a place for the southern bell character but it's not in the wrestling community okay Play off of it. Have her be that badass military bitch. She would be successful with that. I think she could do very well. Yeah. But can we just, can we please put the Southern Belle to rest? Can, can we say that she's seen the last of her days? Because I can't, I don't think I can take another, another run with that shit. Like without, <laughs> without getting irritated and sending a very nasty email to WWE creative because this, this <laughs> has got to stop. <laughs> this has to stop I that can't. email is, the email box is full <laughs> oh i'm yeah, sure it is i'll make sure that like i i change the the color of the the letters in the subject to red and i type urgent <laughs> and hope and hope that it gets to that you know i don't think everybody else is smart enough to do something like that Man, so. <laughs> um yeah those are probably like the two just uh, the Southern Belle gimmick for Lacey Evans and just Lana with her ravishing Russian running her fucking mouth. Mm-hmm. Like, stop. It's just, it didn't work. It didn't yeah. work. It didn't work. I'm sorry. It didn't work. Uh, my yeah. one other one is like, nothing gets her. She's a very lucky woman. She's married to Brock Lesnar. She's a very lucky woman. Um, obviously very beautiful but to me, I just didn't see the appeal of her. And I know she was just there as a sex object. But to me, like, and I even asked, like, my cousins and stuff who were also watching wrestling at the same time if they were attracted to her. I, like, I didn't get a good answer from that. And, like, I just don't understand. Like, obviously, she used her yeah. assets, emphasis on the assets. And that was the time period. But listen. And you got to, you got to give credit where it's due. Cause like you said, for that time period, that's what worked. Um, but again, like, uh, yeah, Sable's another one that's just like, uh, 
Too. Like when I when I look at God, and this is horrible, and I'm gonna get canceled for this comment. We're getting canceled for I, this one. It's fine. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> but like when I look back, because I do have like a lot of like old like WWE DVDs and and whatnot, and like there's you know some content where Sable is present. Um, and whenever I look at her, I just think of like, you ever see the movie White Chicks? And the two cops are like back and forth, like making comments and offering scenarios to each other. Right. Mm -hmm. I think of like Sable as like Pamela Anderson with a yeast infection. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but that's just how I feel. And I broke breath, Amy. Oh my God. Yeah. I am deceased. Oh my God. Yeah. That comment's gonna, gonna get me, get me some, uh, some response. I think that was a Ted yeah. comment. He's <laughs> oh my well, I, god. I did talk to him earlier in the evening, so I guess his energy wore off on the temperature switch because <laughs> Yep. So that's that's what I think when I look at Sable. Really. Um, if I do want to just throw another name out there in terms of favorites, uh Paige. I mm -hmm. really like Paige. Um, I think that they 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 built the character very well. I feel like she was like the OG emo girl after Lita. Yeah. And I think it worked well. Like for the time frame and, you know, everything, I think that it worked really well. She's somebody that I would love to see, you know, make a comeback eventually if possible because, you know, mm -hmm. she's got that neck injury. But again, we've seen people like, you know, Edge and Daniel Bryan both return after having, you know, similar injuries. So um, she's somebody that I would like to see. And, I, and, and if she were to come back, don't change a damn thing about her gimmick. Don't change yep. a damn thing about Paige because she does it well. And it is, it's, it's a very loved gimmick, I think, overall. She's a very loved character. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's all I got. I think, um, I think the Sable comment was a little, that crossed the line. Ah, what, what are lines? They I move. Mean, they swiggle. Yeah. They, yeah. I mean, you know, worst things have been interject. said on this podcast. Worst things this is have true. been said. So this is very true. But anyway, that's all I got, Amy. If, unless you have anything else to say about this topic, oh my! I think all has been said. All has been said, <laughs> and then some. And then some. We added a little extra in there. You know, a little seasoning on top. Mm. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, now that Amy is, is deceased and, and I am just cackling like a witch, we are going to let you guys go and enjoy the rest of your life and forget that this episode ever happened because we are off the rails. And even though we try not to be inappropriate like the men, sometimes we can't help ourselves. Thank you very much for checking out this episode of Ladies Night. We are super excited to be able to bring this to you guys every month and go buy some merch, go buy an Ivy fan shirt. I mean, Ivy's unfiltered mouth here, you know, with the comments that just fly out about things like what was just previously mentioned. You better be an Ivy fan. So I got crotch goblins. I got crotch yeah, goblins. Amy, Amy has crotch goblins, okay? Like, she's got to feed them. Those things eat a lot. So, um, yeah, <laughs> make sure you guys are buying our merch. Um, donate to Bryce. Check out all the fun stuff at CCW. There's a ton of events lined up. They're doing their thing down there in Florida and Nashville. And they're really just making making too us much. too much yeah they're stressing me out like with all their posts i'm like oh, they're, stre they're stressing you out <laughs> yeah i can only imagine how you're feeling like it's stressing me out having to like share the posts and keep up with everything um and of course like 
follow, share, subscribe, and we will catch you on the next episode of Ladies Night.